161. Two days. Okay. Hey, that's Caesar's full contribution. And now was a good night. No, I'm sure. <laughs> Caesar's going to find the um, cloud to sleep on. Episode 161. We made a podcast. You know what I'm saying? Uh, if you're listening, I, I feel like we should just upload it today. Let's do it, dog. Yeah. Um, okay. A little bit off schedule, but it's not our fault. It's COVID's fault. But, I just looked it up. I did pronounce it wrong. That's and okay, I might have been pronouncing it wrong for like 40 episodes, but it's all good. That, that, that's better. That's better. <laughs> uh, uh, they, they took your passport. It's okay. Um, it's, not, it's not our fault we're late. It's actually um, COVID's fault because the league, uh, not, it's not that like the league is over actually, but you know, the yesterday was, ended up being um, the winner of the league was decided in La Liga. And that's pretty much the only league we've been really paying attention to on here since Liverpool won the league and Bundesliga feels like it's been over for three weeks already. Like already uh Holland's getting kicked out of clubs in Norway. Um but yes they do have nightclubs cracking in Norway. Oh and they got them in Atlanta here. But um yeah we made a podcast episode one sixty one back in the building. Got a lot to talk about today. We're gonna obviously talk about Real Madrid winning La Liga for the first time in a few years. We're gonna talk about um, why Barcelona was uh, we're going to talk more about why Barcelona was so bad and we're going to talk a little bit about why Real Madrid was so good this season Um, we're going to talk obviously like it's still a, a bunch of racial tension going on in the world right now we're going to talk a little bit about that stuff we got some issues with Wilfred Zaha the homie the freedom fighter James McLean um, he's feeling neglected in his issues fighting racism and yes he's white and um, talk a little bit about Manchester City. I don't know how long he's going to last, but I think he's, like, sleeping right now. Um, <laughs> do like horses do. Just sleep there with their eyes open. Okay. I don't know horses did that. Talk uh, a little bit about COVID MLS, maybe. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about Serge Aurier's brother, RIP, RIP Power. And your boy Manuel Pellegrini just keeps on failing up. But, um, it yeah. Nice, it must be nice. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, dang. No, you know what? Let me let me relax. So, we record usually on Wednesday, and then the episodes come out on Thursday. But since COVID, obviously, like the games are getting played every few days, and sometimes there end up being games like on the Friday after the Thursday we upload an episode. So I've been pretty much watching Real Madrid and Barcelona. So it kind of sucks that. There was a game last Friday, which was one week ago now. Mm. La, La Liga is definitely not conditioned to we made it like they used to be. No. Um, See, so you just saw it goes. Hopefully you're watching on YouTube. My, is he about to explode? Oh, man, please don't die on camera, please. Uh, <laughs> actually, go ahead and die on camera. Um, Holy so last Friday, there was um, – Real Madrid versus Alaves. And um, last, I want to say last Saturday was uh, Barcelona versus Valladolid versus Barcelona. And and in these past few weeks, every game has been, you know, pretty serious between the two of them. Um, obviously, today we know that Real Madrid won the league, but I do want to go back and mention some of the things from these games because they were important. Um, 
but I'm not going to go through a whole entire recap. But I did watch Real Madrid versus Alaves. It was really funny because um, Lucas Vasquez started at right back. Okay, there was two things that were funny initially. Uh, Deportivo Alaves has a Scottish dude named Oliver Burke on their team. Oh, I've heard of Oliver Burke. <laughs> He's 23, and he was pretty good. And it, it just made me realize how how whack America is. Yeah, uh, and I think he's I think he's from Celtic. Um, I think he did come from Celtic. Yeah, um, but yeah, Scott. I'm like like I saw him, but I was like, damn, that's a kind of really light uh, Spanish dude there, maybe, or maybe he's like Serbian or something. But then I seen somebody with the last name Burke. I'm like, who the hell is that? So I looked him up. I'm like, okay, that's so dumb. Like, like this Scottish dude is playing at Deportivo Alavis. Like that's hilarious. Oh yeah, and literally like a winger for them. I'm like, damn, America's so garbage. Yeah, um, I guess he was loaned at Celtic, then loaned Alavis too. Yeah. Um, I don't know if Scotland canceled their league too. I, I can't remember. Um, he's a quick dude, though. He goes hard. Yeah, no, he's pretty, he's pretty good. I mean, he was no match for Real Madrid. This guy is playing at Deportivo. Where, where's an American winger? Yeah, I think the one that they get all excited about is that Tyler dude playing in for Besiktas, oh, the God. New Zealand guy who who got the American citizenship. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was funny in this game. There was another penalty. That was called, um, but it was, but like the week, like last week we were talking about Real Madrid getting penalties and VAR and stuff. And it was exactly how I said, it was Ferland Mendy running fast in the box and he got fouled. Like, yeah. and then uh, Benz put the penalty away. Your boy Lucas Vasquez had one of the worst games I've ever seen a Real Madrid player have. It was so bad. It was hilarious. I'm like, I haven't seen him play in a while. So I feel like he was just like really rusty, but he was super rusty. Um, I was like actually like dying as I'm like, damn, you you look so bad right now. <laughs> and he's usually really good, obviously, but it was pretty hilarious. Um, yeah, and Lucas Vasquez is is a is a staple of Real Madrid's, uh, uh, you know, just one of the one of the one of the premier uh, bench players that like, comes off the bench, puts in work, fills in roles. I mean, it's almost kind of like, well, I think in a much lower level of like Cuadrado does, like he's able to play multiple positions on the field. Right wing, he's played right back at times when Real Madrid had issues on right back. So he comes and does not work, but sometimes it's it, it's not working so hot. Yeah, no, he was definitely rusty. I haven't, I don't know if he was injured or what, but he hadn't played in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, there was some really, uh, there, there, just one more thing I wanted to, uh, oh, actually, the ref got hurt in this match too. It was a different ref in the second half. That's always interesting when that happens. But, um, what's the name? There was a really amazing, like, Furland Mendy is just impressing me so much lately. Like I'm really loving Furland Mendy a lot. <laughs> um, he did a really dope switch of play on his right foot, and he was like maybe five yards away from the box, like 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 the opposing box. So like he switched the play like close to the goal with his right foot, I was like, uh, you're pretty damn good, dude. Like, <laughs> like I've never seen Jordi Alba do that. <laughs> like, like, mean, I think Jordi Alba is really, really good too. I'm but he's super left-footed. He is super left-footed, but he's all, like, he has some, he can get some moves and he has a lot of speed and speed makes up for like what he lacks in that area. But for that man, he's like, has a great base of skills. Like he has a good base skill set. Usually oh. when, when one guy has like a specialist in like speed or whatever, the guy who has a base that's really good in all levels is always going to be better. Like he's always oh, going to be able to make up those areas that you make him uncomfortable in. 
like I, like even it, it gets me a reality where it's like just one I, I wish we could uh, like it sucks because these the things that are dope usually aren't highlights sometimes but there were just like one like instance of play where he just like I'm like damn dog like you're really one of the more skilled players yeah. defenders out there yeah. um but anyway, that was Deportivo. Uh, that was Real Madrid versus Alaves. Real Madrid did win 2-0. Asensio got the second goal. The first goal was a penalty by ben, uh, by uh, Benzema. Um, I think Ramos was in was suspended that match. Um, oh, and yes, because Militao started. Um, and Militao did a few really nice switches of play too, actually. Mm. Like, real, like way like and not just like straight across he did some like more diagonal uh switches of play too i think that's like we've been saying it for some years now but i think that real madrid like i think zidane specifically really works on them on switching the play i i think that i think that um i think that it, it's the only explanation for it because we see so many teams in the league that are so terrible at like these movements and passing and, and technical skills and and then it makes and if during the year they don't progressively get better, just they don't get better at all. So to me, they're like only following one strategy that the coach is instilling. But you see, where Real Madrid, no matter who comes through the pipeline, if they stay, they get the ability to develop good passing. They get good self awareness around the field. It's like all these skills that are very, I think, very important to not just Real Madrid's game, but them carrying on as players in the future. Well, like, just specifically switching the play because I yeah, feel like they love that. Like it's not like, like I think what Real Madrid does is make the entire field playable and passable, which is not easy. And most teams do not play like that. I yeah. think for them, it's like, look, don't like for our team any like the uh, like on the other side of the field like that is an available pass to you. Yeah. Um, and I think they like. Like they had to have, they have to work on that in practice a lot because Militao, when he first got there, like he was not doing that. And then this match against um, Alaves, he was like, I want to say he at least did it four times and they were all perfect passes. And it, they weren't just like from, because obviously the center backs, so it wasn't just like from the back, like going like uh, horizontal. It was like going, progressing up the field, like, like basic, like, for instance, like him getting it up to like Vinicius Jr.'s position, basically. So it's definitely a credit to Zidane because I know that that's got to be something that they really train to make all their players good at that. Like, you can't be out here if you can't switch the play. No. Um, And Ferland Mini over here doing it on his right foot close to the box. I remember seeing uh, Marcelo do that before, too. And it was like, whoa, like, it, it, I remember it was like a bullet pass. I was like, holy crap, dude, like, you're amazing. Yeah. And to see Ferland Mindy doing that, like, already, he's only been there two seasons, like, damn, or maybe one. He is, 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 I would definitely say he's probably one of the most improved players on the team this season. For sure. Wait, is, was he? He's just this season, right? Yeah, just this season. He came yeah, in so, with, uh, yeah, he came in at the beginning of the season because last season they were rotating somebody else back there. Yeah, last season was Ray Long, I think. Yeah. Yeah, so no, he's – I mean, honestly, like, even via Real match – It feels I'm, like a weirdly long season because of the split. Like, I don't even know what season we're talking about. <laughs> exactly. Um, so then also that same weekend, last week at this point, 
Barcelona did play via the lead. Um, oh my God. I, I had so many uh, observations. Um, yeah, yeah, last year his, he was at Lyon. Right, right. So I definitely feel like Nelson Semedo has no friends on Barcelona, like none. Like, I feel like he has no homies on Barcelona. Like, he, like whenever they're showing them in the tunnel, like he's never talking to anybody. Like, and, but now I, I kind of don't think it's their fault. I feel like he might be an asshole because he did attack Neymar, dude. <laughs> well, let's not forget he did push Neymar. I mean, he did put the steal on Neymar. He did steal <laughs> He pushed Neymar to PSG. Like literally. He, he did he did tell Neymar you could pick a new team, but for sure it ain't gonna be this one. Like <laughs> straight, straight up. Like I like I think Nelson Semedo might be an asshole. Like actually like, he, he, he can definitely just I don't like to judge people, but I, he never gave me a vibe of being a sweetheart. I'm just sorry, yeah. dog. I just never got the I wanna hug you vibe from him. <laughs> no. he, he always comes to work and he takes no shit. So I mean <laughs> That might not work in all settings, especially with someone who wants to come to work, fuck around like Neymar. So I don't know, man. Yeah. Like, like Neymar probably nutmegged him, and Nelson Mayo just punched him in the face. Like, <laughs> oh, like I. And it's funny; it makes sense what they fought because he's a right back and Neymar's a left wing. So, like for sure, they were battling a lot at practice. <laughs> you know, oh, one yeah. time it just went down. Like, nah, dude, you, <laughs> you're not gonna rainbow. He probably rainbow flicked him. He just closed lined him, like, like literally <laughs> kicked him in the chest. Um, what's the name? Um, oh man, Griezmann started this match. He ended up getting hurt, and he was subbed at halftime. <laughs> he was so bad. Oh my god, one of the worst first halves. Like, I mean, he's already so bad, but it was a such a bad first half. I put three negative plays, and one of them, he missed an open net from seven yards out on his right foot. He just uh, whiffed it. And after that, I put like, oh, like he might score now because like sometimes like when a when a goal scorer like misses a shot like that, like they end up scoring at some point. <laughs> but then he was subbed out at halftime. <laughs> so, uh, um, and also this match. Okay, so uh, Arturo Vidal scored in the fifteenth minute. It was a little cute assist by Messi. Um, the, they didn't score after that and weren't really all that close. Oh, they hit the bar a couple of times, but. At one point in the match, Barcelona had five defenders out there. And I'm like, I feel like that's the first time ever Barcelona had five defenders on the pitch. It was literally, um, uh, what's his name? Longley, uh, PK, yeah. the Araujo guy, the Uruguayan dude, Junior uh-huh. Firpo, Nelson Semedo, and I and 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 you could argue Sergi Roberto too, but he was but he was playing in the midfield. But he's kind of a defender also. So yeah. I'm gonna say five and a half defenders that Barcelona had on the pitch at one time. I'm, I literally put this probably the first time they ever had that situation. Um, and I put after that match they still suck, but they won that match one uh, zero. Um, so so basically what we're doing now is we're leading up to the match day from yesterday. Um, also, Granada, Real Madrid played Granada. They definitely had um, Valverde and Isco and Benzema up top. It was a fire match. Oh, my God. Your boy Furlan Mindy had a dope-ass goal in the 10th minute. Um, he just literally took on whoever the w- guy was in front of him. He just, like, just like 
looked like looked at him and was like, I'm going to be able to get past you. Like got around him and just shot a bullet up into the uh, top of the net. Goalie just was like, Goalie was scared. Um, it was a really dope goal by Mindy. And like, honestly, just like you don't really see left backs doing that. Yeah. Um, 16th minute Benzema scored. I put wow. Um, I put wow again. Um, Isco did a back heel to Modric. Modric uh, got the ball to Benzema. Benzema fired it in there. Um, I put in this match that Varon. I mean, actually, I put this before even halftime. I put Varon is playing his best ever, like the best ever I've seen Varon since the like since the restart. Like this is the best I've ever seen him play. Mm. Um, I thought he was pretty good during the three P run, but yeah. Oh yeah, I mean he was good then, but like this just like. His like skill set has has improved a lot since. Yeah. Then. Okay. Um. Literally in the twenty fifth minute, I put that Real Madrid is playing in fast forward. Like they were playing so fast and just fluid. I was like, it literally looks like they're playing in fast forward. It was insane. Um. But yeah, what's the name? It was two zero at halftime. Um. They kept on fouling Isco. I was really mad. <laughs> what's the name? Um. <laughs> there was a scare. Granada did score um, in the 50th minute. Your boy Case Myro got the cookies took off of him, and they scored on a counter. But obviously, they ended up winning the match. Um, 85th minute, your boy Sergio Ramos saved the day. It was a nice goal clearance. Um, I did put in this match that it'd be nice if Benzema had a competent backup. But I was I didn't realize that uh, Luka Jovic had tested positive for COVID. And they were like, he just tested negative like a couple of days ago, finally. Yeah, well, no one's really feeling bad for him. No, no, no. But I just didn't – like, I was wondering, like – Yeah, no, I'm saying he got in trouble for, for why he got tested. Yeah, play. yeah. But I Because I was saying, like, damn, like, I wish he had a competent backup because I was thinking that Luka Jovic was available, but he wasn't. Yeah, yeah. He he was not in test but he also picked up an injury, too. So, he oh, had, like, yeah. things. Okay, I didn't know that. Um, yeah, he, I guess he he's like, got no burn. Yeah, I guess he's back up. You can also, but it's okay. I mean, you can also say we should. You wish Benzema had a competent backup, and that includes Gareth Bale, like who's out there collecting 500 Gs a week, chilling. You know, not 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 playing, not being a backup that would be nice to play out there, and just giving thumbs ups, you know, and, and ghost runs. Well, he didn't play in any of these games. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm gonna get into that later. That's what we want, though. I'm gonna get into that later. I'm gonna get into that. Um, okay, so let's get into the games yesterday. Um, I'll start with the Barcelona match because um, I didn't really take a whole lot of notes. I already knew what happened. It was kind of annoying. I mean, whatever, but I was a little bit annoyed that Vienna was, like, showing what was happening in all the matches at the same time because I'm like, I want to watch it. Like, I don't want to know. Like, I want to go back and watch it. So it was a little bit annoying for me. Like, oh, that's for you, though, because you got the whole DVR thing set up. Yeah, I was like, I want to go back and watch the match. Like, I don't want you to tell me what's going on. Like, I want to be surprised. I know, but they, they do that in all leagues, though. Yeah, it's annoying. I don't like it. Um, <laughs> so Barcelona started up top, uh, Braithwaite, Ansu Fati, and Messi. And the fake Brazilian junior Firpo started as well. Um, the fake and, Brazilian forever. Yes. In the eighth minute, I put that Messi has been giving the ball away. Like at least in the eighth minute, he give, he gave the ball away poorly at least twice. I'm like, what the hell's going on with you? Um, 16th minute. Osasuna scored. It was a nice shot. Um, it was a it was a nice cross, and I was kind of blaming Junior Firpo for it. There was some black dude on Osasuna who was balling, 
Uh, he was like not scared. Definitely not, never going to know his name, but um, he was the black dude balling on Osasuna. In the 21st minute, I put that Osasuna is on Barcelona's ass right now. Like literally just firing off on them. Um, halftime, it went into halftime 1-0. 62nd minute, Messi scored a really dope free kick, but it was very whack because they called a foul for Luis Suarez and it was not a foul. Like, I'm like, dog, like this dude just like, got touched and jumped in the air and it was not a foul. And I'm like, don't be talking to me about VAR because like only helping Real Madrid because they literally scored off of a fake foul free kick. Like, <laughs> where, where, where was the uproar though? Where was the uproar though? Tell me. Where's like, the uproar? The dude literally did not even touch him. Like, no part of his legs touched Luis Suarez. Like, the most was, like, his hand on his, like, rib. And this dude, like, jumped in the air and screamed. And they called a foul. I couldn't believe it. Um, so it was 1-1. 68th minute, there was offside goal, Luis Suarez. Luis Suarez, so bad, obviously, said that a million times. Horrible. 77th minute, red card. A dude on Osasuna. Got a red card. 77th minute. Um 80. So so it's 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 getting close now. It's 77th minute, a dude on Susan gets red card. Barcelona's supposed to take advantage of this. They really didn't. 89th minute, though, um, some big haired dude on Osasuna stopped a cross that was close to the box. But in the 90, what is this, 94th minute? Osasuna, okay, Caesar. I wish you could have seen this play. Hmm. Ball's in the air. Busquets, so lazy. Actually, I, I feel like you should pull it up. I feel like you should pull it up. But I'm going I'm to still explain it, and then you see it is going to be worse. The ball comes up. Busquets is trying to head it back, like, and he's not looking. Like, he's heading the ball back backwards <laughs> like he's like he like the ball's coming here and he's yeah. just like this and the ball just falls to an Osasuna player because he didn't even look to head it backwards why would he do that why, he's, why was he why was he doing a back heel without looking where he's gonna back heel before and it wasn't a heel it was a header it was a header and, and and I'm like how are you gonna be this lazy and tired and you didn't even start and so he did that lazy ass clearance Bar, uh, Osasuna's countering. Um, Jordi Alba was lazy getting back. Granted, the dude from Osasuna gave like a like the most perfect cross ever into the box, and the guy finished it. But man, I was like, "What?" Oh, a- I just saw that goal. Yeah. You just saw it? Yeah. There's like nobody. What are you? What are you doing? Like, <laughs> I would want to like get in the film room, but like, what, what was going on here? Like, what are you tired? Like, you're a veteran. You need to tell me, are you just done playing? Because I can just send you to like Turkey. <laughs> I can send you to China real quick, and you can do this over there. Because there's a lot of young, hungry CDMs. I'll go get Urente right now. <laughs> like, I couldn't this. believe that. I'm like, how lazy? And he didn't even start. You know, I just looked at this four times. I need to investigate, dog. Ooh. I need to investigate this. Let me be real with you. Ooh. The We Made Investigations team doesn't play. I don't care who you are. Anybody can get investigated. Investigate Busquets? I'm going to have to investigate, dog. You know, this is, a, this is a critical match. Critical time. 
now I kind of want to look at it again now too. No, this might be an investigation, dog. Because I didn't think about it. Listen, I'm over here giving Busquets a pass, like he's above giving the law. Him a pass. But you know what, dog? I don't know, man. He might. This might be his ploy to get rid of the board. I don't know. He might be like, this might be it right here. Maybe we can rise together and end the end this uh in this tyranny from our leaders. You think it's about the board, or you think it's about uh, or he you know, like maybe him and. Some other people I won't name any suspects were like, you know, we gotta, we gotta do this because if we if we win, they're gonna keep these board members. But if we lose, they might break everything up. But I okay, I'm not even trying to give him all that. I think he did it for some money. Okay, he probably did it for some money. <laughs> okay, let me let me look at this again. Let me look at this. Mm. <laughs> let me go ahead and look at this damn. <laughs> Actually, let me see if I feel like the, I didn't give it the I didn't get the investigation vibes, but I was. I was uh, definitely giving him some credit that he probably doesn't deserve. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna what give is him that? Mm, I don't know, dog. Oh, yeah. and, he's, and he's just stepped up on the ball, too. Jogging back. Ooh. We might have to... We might have to name this episode Investigate Busquets, dog. <laughs> oh, we might we we might gotta do it. What is that? Damn, I don't know, dude. Like Oh, we gotta do it. Investigate I don't claim to be a pro, but at that point I think I know what I'm doing, to be honest with you. Like investigate I would always be okay with him doing that somewhat, like somewhat. And I'd still be suspicious if he did it like in double overtime, you know, I'm like, well, he's probably mad tired. But still, but like, now you're trying to bail out the game to me. It sounds like you want to go home. <laughs> and he didn't start. Mm-mm. If he did that, like, way closer to his own bo- – to the box, like, yeah. Like, you're just trying to keep the ball there. But, like, no, you had two people on you. Like, what the hell? So, anyway, Osasuna wins 2-1 in, uh, in uh, the Camp No. At the same time, though, Real Madrid was playing via Real. At home. Now, this this I, I was I was here for this match. Hazard started. Your boy Rodrigo started, and of course Benzema is literally just like on the chain gang. Um, your boy Danny Carvajal was trying to score today. Uh, trying to score yesterday too. Twenty um, first minute, I put I saw I, the first the first Furland Mindy mistake in forever, but it was just like one of those like the ball like the pass is coming to him and he kind of misjudged it and it like it yeah. like missed his foot. <laughs> but like I, like I said, the first time I seen him make a mistake in forever. Um, but right after that, your boy in twenty ninth minute, your boy Benzema scored. Um, Case Myro stole the ball off dude. Got it to Modric, who laid it off to Benzema. Really nice goal. Um, Hazard had been playing well, but I, I put that, like, he needs a goal. Like, I still don't love the way he's playing with Real Madrid. Um, I just – I still don't love it. Also, I had a question in this match. Is Rodrigo dead regular? Honestly, I'm, I'm starting to notice that he, he doesn't – he doesn't blow my mind really with anything, you know. Um, maybe his speed seemed like a big advantage in Brazil in some spaces, but I'm noticing La Liga the speed is a little different. I'm only gonna give him some time to like get physically. He looks super thin and and and, and like just kiddish right now. I'm gonna give him a little time because you did write off Ferland Mendy before. So oh, you're, you're not the Messiah vision of, of player. So <laughs> I'm not going to give you this again, so you can play this game with me. But I'm gonna let him, I'm gonna give him some time to re, to see what's up. 
Even when Neymar first came to, to Barcelona, uh, he was only like a 10-goal season. It was not sensational. Give him some time to get under himself, get a good strength training program. Maybe not middle of a pandemic come into, you know, split off. It's kind of a weird year for him. I'm going to give him some time, dog. He's, he's, only, he's literally 18. Like, Caesar. I'm not going to be like Bam and write off 18-year-olds as dead regular. But go ahead. Caesar. Bam really – if y'all go back and talk about Bam, talking about uh, Ferland Mendy, he's like, eh, eh. Caesar. Talking about he's dead regular, probably about Ferland Mendy too. Caesar. Now you're talking about, I haven't seen Ferland Mendy make a mistake in so long. <laughs> oh, good. You see, his footwork's better than Jordi Alba. Like, this Caesar. guy pulled out the quickest. Caesar, first of all, you're sleepy. <laughs> and I'm just spitting facts. <laughs> no, you're, you're just – like, wow, these are bars he's in. Okay, he's thank you for your diet so it can just make no sense. Please take that drink. First of all, I never, I never wrote off Ferland Mendy, ever. <laughs> I talk about players match to match. Yeah. That's how I do it. Oh, oh here you go. Okay, I'm, we're sorry. We're yeah. sorry. We must have mistaken what we heard. Okay, I'm talk about players match to match. If Ferland Mendy is, was not playing well, I'm like, yeah, like I haven't seen it, you know? But when I see it, I'm like, there it is. Rodrigo, I, I think he had like a hat trick in Champions League or something like that, or like a brace. Those goals weren't super impressive. But like watching him play, I'm like, mm, there's nothing to his game that's like, that's wowed me. I haven't seen, like, obviously he's a winger, like he's up there doing his thing. Like, I haven't really seen him dribble, take on players very much. Like, I haven't seen like anything of what Vinicius Jr. does. Like, it's not like he sucks or he's incompetent, but like, He's definitely better than Gareth Bale up there. Like, for sure, he's better than Bale. But, like, I do feel like um, physically he's what lacking, actually. training towards in terms of being, like – I don't want to do that. Like, I don't want to say, like – because I do think – No, you just write him off, though. That's all good. No, okay. Um, I don't want to do that. But I – because, really, I do feel like – Physically, he's not there. I mean, Vinicius Jr. impressed right away for Real Madrid. But Real Madrid was playing pretty bad back then. But, like, even this season, like, he's he's impressed. I mean, he's and he's also team. stepped up in, like, big – Shout out to him, dude. Like, shout out yeah. to him. He, he, he scored that goal in, against uh, against Barcelona, that Clasico. He, he started the scoring. It was late. Um, I remember – was that this season or last season? I want to say that was this season. When he hadn't scored for a while and he scored and he started crying. I feel like yeah, was, yeah, this season. Yeah, like he's that's putting, my heart, dude. I was like, oh. He's putting pressure on himself and he wants to succeed, and you can tell he's like trying hard. I don't think I think that Vinicius I mean, we've already said that Vinicius Jr. is better than Rodrigo, but he's also like a better athlete. He is. He is a better athlete. Um, I think he's a better shape than him. Uh when I, when I yeah, like when I see Rodrigo play, the, I think and the hat trick he got too, the hat trick game in Champions League, the brace game he got. Tri- Can you wait till I make the damn point? Jesus. I'm not talking to you. I'm not doing that to you. In your head, damn. I'm not doing it to you. The goals he scored. Can you chill? I'll just, I'll just say that he did those on the left side when he put it on the left side of the wing. So it's clearly he's more comfortable being on that side of the field. Now the issue is there's no way in hell I'm going to start over Vinicius Jr. Like that's the future. Or you're, not, you're not start over Eden Hazard. And if anything, Vinicius Jr. right now deserves to be over Eden Hazard. So it's like you're not going to start over those two. So I don't really know the situation. When he came in, I remember the press conference. They were talking about what where are you going to play on the field. He's like, well, I'd like to be on the left, but I'll play on the right if I need to. The thing is, that can't be your situation here. Like you either got to be – you got to have your position. 
and you got to be that guy because you know it's Real Madrid. It's not. It's not. It's not Deportivo. It's not something like this. Has got to be your. You got to make it happen on wherever you are. And on the right, sometimes, like I said, I, I I see him more as like almost like Vasquez. Like even though Vasquez has way more dribbling moves than him, like Vasquez at least tries them. Like Rodrigo, I, I think you're. I think he tries to do those quick moves to make to make space. But these La Liga guys are really good, man. Like they're really they're really on that. Like unfortunately, in this good ass league, you got to have moves to make shit happen like that. Like. People like Osmani Dembele and like Messi. These guys have moves they put on. But you gotta have moves. You gotta be strong too. Strong, yeah, like, yeah. Have a straight, yeah. The underrated, you gotta be strong as hell. Like for yeah. real. Because like Ferland Mendy, like what he's basically doing is like pushing the ball forward and like getting around a dude. And like uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was against Villarreal. Like he had one of those, and he got through two guys. Yeah. Like he's pushing through them to get up and like get those crosses in. Yeah, you so need like, strength, you need that cardiovascular strength, a lot. So yeah. that's and what I'm I, saying. Like, I'm not ready to, like, shut it down now, but I'll say this. I'm willing to agree that I don't see his ceiling being as big as Vinicius Jr. I mean, even when we talked about when Vinicius Jr. debuted, not that necessarily he was just some game breaker, but you could see so much raw potential. You're like, wow, like, even if he can't shoot it, you're just like, there's so much to build with here. That he's one of those guys that you there's people in the field you look at, he's out there for three plays, you're like, that guy, I need him on my team. Like, that's the guy. Like, you know, that's just true scouting. You look at a guy and you go, That's all I need to see. Like, I'm 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 here. I'm here for it. Like now I'm just gonna look at his weaknesses and strengths. But overall, I, I need that. Like, I want that on my team. He's that yeah. guy, like he really is. Yeah, and 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 most of that is just like being fearless and like dribbling at players. Oh, I mean, he has the he has the skills to dribble, and like I'm sure Rodrigo has those skills, those dribbling skills too. But he's not as fearless as Vinicius Jr. It's, it's always important to look at one of these players is highlights from where they were in, a, in their in their respective native leagues or wherever they're playing, and then see if they're able to transition that into these big leagues. That's the biggest mental hurdle. Like, are you able to be this confident when you're playing against Paraná? Or when you're playing here against, uh, you know, Barcelona. And look, he did. Like, he scored in that classical. Like, Vinicius Jr. does that. So, you know, it, 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 it's – we'll see what, what Rodrigo. But the good thing I'll say about Real Madrid is I think that they did the best move ever in terms of building up their players, and they were able to get a bunch of young players. They have other players in the pipeline, too, that can fill that role that Rodrigo probably won't be able to, or if he doesn't, like in right wing, they have Asensio that can play there. They have Kubo that can, in the future, the Japanese player that's been playing really good in the second half season with Mallorca. Like, they have options coming through, and that's doing really good job of player management. That's how you do it. You have to have options, you know? Honestly, Real Madrid might have just got Rodrigo, so Barcelona couldn't get him. You know what? That, that, that was your theory with Jovic, and I wouldn't put it past it. Yeah, I because he's faster. If he's really a left, if if he, it doesn't hurt them to do that. Like, no, if, if he's more, more yeah, if he's more comfortable on the left, like yeah, they lost Neymar. Like they're like, oh, uh, they sent somebody down there. Uh, let's get him over here. Huh. <laughs> he's cool with Vinicius Junior. Like, yeah, he'll come here. Vinicius, like, there's another dude down there. that's pretty good. Y'all should go get him too. Yeah, because yeah, all you gotta do is like, all you gotta do is be like, there ain't no Brazilians on uh, Barcelona. You know that, right? <laughs> we got Brazilians over here, man. Yeah, they're like, what about Firpo? Dog, he's Dominican. <laughs> what? <laughs> Son of us, call him Fipo. <laughs> exactly. I was calling him Fipo the whole time. D- does Barcelona have any Brazilian players? Nah, dog. It's Brazilian list right now. Brazilian list wonder. Right? Ar- Arthur is leaving. 
Oh, that's right, that Artur. But that don't count. You need at least one. He's already gone. He already signed with Juve. He's gone. He, well, he's not. He's still at Barcelona, but he's yeah, he, he he's uh, they already probably like changed his template on the, on the thing. They're like it just says it just says blank player number twenty. He he was he was on the bench with his socks on against Osasuna. Yeah, they used to have Coutinho on him. They're like we're over Brazilians. It don't work. You gotta have at least like one like medium skin Brazilian like you before you start bleaching. I agree. Now we thought that was fair. But wait a minute. What did you say about bleaching, dude? <laughs> Come on now, dog. Hey, man, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna follow up your sentences about bleaching. <laughs> hey, hey. There's a reason why they were better when they had Paulinho. Oh, dog. They were so good. I I just really hope someone ten years from now grabs you talking about Paulinho play center forward, being literally their center forward and balling. He had like nine goals or something for them, right? And they were so mad at him. He probably he would have been way better than Luis Suarez right now. He would have been balling for them, dog. Either he was better than Luis Suarez then. <laughs> he, that was a while back. And then we went to go play to China. He had the nine jersey played center forward. <laughs> like, come on. They're like trying to tell us he's CDM. He's not a CDM, though. That guy's a straight striker, buddy. Like he's he's on Brazil making runs. Yeah, Urente was watching his film like, I need to be like him. <laughs> I need to be like Paulinho, <laughs> basically. Um, so yeah, I mean, Rodrigo—he's not. He, he's such a weird team. Rodrigo is not like he would be bad if he was a ball loser. He's not a ball loser. So like, at least you're yeah. not a ball loser. If, if, if you know what, yeah, I'll give him give him that. That yeah, that's, that's important. That's technical mastermind, and he's not pretending to be a ball loser. And I can respect that. Like he's just playing the game and. You can see those games where there's three goals, two goals, or a goal he gets is because he's just playing the game. Like, he's just out there playing and being at the right spot. So, in time, we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah, and I, I think, personally, it'd be nice to see him go to, like, a mid-tier La Liga team or somewhere else, just to him to be there all the time, just get in shape, run around, get tired, like, put in work, grind, have seven games in a row, no scoring, have some all. Just, you need to get out there, you know? And, like, I think it's good. I think even players like Kubo, even though he's on a bad team, like, you can see, like, it's good for them to be out there and, you know, just being out there active because they would be getting no burn on this team and Real Madrid B is too weak for that. So I, I feel like, um, like the reason why I kind of said the dead regular thing is because I feel like I haven't seen him shoot the rock in a minute. Like some kind of attacking player when I feel like they're not really like getting involved with like getting shots and stuff, then I'll start to like subconsciously be like, hmm, like well, why, why not, you know? I've always kind of personally – really not favored players that don't take aim at the goal. So, like, even for Nietzsche Jr., it's like, you better have something else that, like, complements that, you know what I mean? That 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 not being able to blast one, you know? So, it's like, at least, he can, he, at least he's a dribbling wizard. <laughs> that makes up for it. <laughs> Black magic. Um, so, anyway, halftime, uh, one zero. to give him. <laughs> um, what's it called? I would – Oh man, um, one of the dudes on Villarreal tried to tried to literally murder Thibaut Courtois. Man, like the ball was going. This dude need Courtois in the head so hard. I was like, yo, he might be dead, yo. Like he he was fine though. He finished the match. I, I know he had a concussion. Like I, like there's no way they should have let him keep playing. <laughs> I mean, we, we know from like for most of it that he definitely had a concussion, like for sure. And you know the protocols are weak. <laughs> oh yeah, I, like he like the dude just like. Wow, I'm like, whoa, man. Like, it's really funny because I remember, like, I thought that was going to be the biggest discussion point ever after the Oscar situation with Josie Mourinho. And it's like, I guess it kind of died down a little bit. But that was hot, though, for a minute. Yeah, no, sorry, buddy. Um, 
10 minutes later, penalty called. Oh, my goodness. Um, Ramos stole the ball. He's making a run into the box and literally gets fouled and the penalty called. Like, this is your center back. Stealing the ball, making a run, and gets fouled in the box. Literally a center back. Once again, running, being active in the box, gets tripped up, penalty called. That was the 73rd minute. All right. Goes to bar, upheld. What they tried to do, tried to get cute. Sergio Ramos steps up to take the penalty. He tries to do the little layoff thing to Benzema. Benzema's ass was in the box so early. <laughs> like, what are you doing, man? Like, it, it just did not work at all. Like, I remember when Messi and Suarez did that before, and it was, like, perfect. This one was so bad. Like, Benzema was in the box so early. So they had to retake the penalty. I think the Villarreal was mad. I think they were like, no, like, don't give him the penalty again. And the ref was like, well, the rule is, like, somebody breaches the box, you do the penalty again. So instead of Ramos taking it, Benzema took it. He scored the penalty. So now it's 2-0. Um, a brace for Benzema. Um, later on, Isco comes on. Some other dudes, Valverde and Vasquez. Modric, Cruz, and Carvajal come off. Yeah. Um, in the wait a minute, um, when did when did Villarreal score? Hold on, hold on. Oh, oh, eighty third minute. So right after um, Benzema's penalty, wow, Villarreal had a really nice goal. The dude Ibarra, that big tall dude Ibarra on um, Villarreal had a really dope header. Coutinho just like stretched out, tried to get it, he couldn't get it. It was a really dope header and and a, and a great cross too. Ninety minute, ninetieth minute, ninety third minute, basically in extra time. Villarreal got so close to scoring. Courtois made two great saves, like one with his hands, like the other one with his foot, and it fell to the Villarreal dude, and he kicked it, just went just a little bit wide, like in the box. Um, a couple minutes after that, Asensio scored a tap-in, but um, who was called off sides? Somebody – oh, oh, no. Before that, there was a handball on Benzema. Like the ball popped up and hit his hand, but – Dog, if you could have seen how much work Vinicius Jr. put in on that play, I don't know if you can – I don't know if they'll show it in the highlights because I feel like they should just because um, they did call it a goal initially, but they did overrule it. But Vinicius Jr. put so much work in and then got the ball to Asensio for like just a little baby tap in. I, I was like, yo, dog, like <laughs> how can that not be Vinicius Jr.'s goal? Um, but they called it off. They called a. They called it off because uh, before that, Benzema had a um, handball. But yeah, two one Real Madrid won. They brought out the the Campiones shirts, put them on. Everybody came down. James was there. Bale, Nacho was there. Nacho with uh, that fresh haircut. Now here, buzzed. They 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 all came down. They were celebrating. They were throwing Zidane up in the air. Um, I think they heard about Barcelona losing too. <laughs> they, were like, they were like, oh, oh nice. I almost, I, I kind of want to see if you can pull up the, um, the uh, highlights so you can see that Vinicius Jr. play. But I don't know. Let me, let me try to see if it's in the actual highlights or not. Because sometimes they be corny with these highlights and don't want to add the I'll notes. Look right now. Um, only because they was called off sides. They might not have. 
But um, wow, I was like, man, like literally like, oh, Real Madrid is just so good, so fun to watch. Um, damn, is the highlights even in this? Oh, there it is. Yeah. Um, I don't know why BN gets. Yeah, I see so, it. Hold on. Let's see. Let's see. Let me see it. I don't know why BN gets so many ads. Like anybody really cares about this. Um, no. Oh, here we go. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Can can he get the goal for that? Like for real. The hops get down the baseline over two people, crossed over, went to the left foot, crossed over back to the right, and just like. Nice it over to Sensio. Okay, the dope thing is that everybody in the, on the team like recognized that it was like pretty much all like Vinny's like they all were giving him love. Like what he did was gorgeous. Holy shit, dude, he's so good, dog. Like insane. Can we get rid of Hazard. I don't want Hazard, man. That's a waste of my time. Uh, I don't want Eden Hazard. Like I don't want him. Did they? Um... Oh, okay, hold on. Let me see if I can uh, catch it right now, too. Did you look in the BN uh, highlights or no? Yeah, it's in okay. the BN seven-minute highlight. Okay, okay. Let me look. Okay, I think I'm about to get it. The... Okay, I'm about to get it right now. Hold on, I'm about to watch it. It's in 30 seconds. Yeah, yeah. Okay, there he is. Bang, bang. Go into the corner. Uh, Flipped it up between these two fools. Got it. Right. Oh, left. can you – are you kidding me? You can't even do that on a joystick. That's literally – I mean, honestly, that's that's Neymar status. No, it is. It's really good. I'm not going to lie. Watch, li- watch yourself out there. You're like, dude, this guy – stop. Don't don't play with him, please. Like, don't play. Like, like that's literally like Neymar level. I look at that and I'm like, why, why – can we please get rid of Hazard? Please, please, please. Like, that's literally like, – I don't want to waste this man's time. <laughs> like, like I, I, I mean – I'm sorry, dog. So I, Hazard's a great player. He's a great player, Bam. He's a great player. I have always been a big Hazard fan. That's true. I love him. But, dog, this is you can't do this to this talent. Like, there's different stages. Like, it's not like Hazard's been a staple point and then every time Vinicius coming, he's, he's impressed. No. Vinicius was here through the gutter last year. The gutter. He was there through it, dog. He battled through with us. And he was there. It was rough. And then, he, then Zidane came in late in the season. It was a lot of pressure. It was rough. Media was being rude. He went through. Then this season, he changed his game up. He went to the seven-game skid. He's been at the bottom, dog. And he came into this break playing so well. Like, mm-hmm. he earned that. Then I mean, the- injured to come up, bitch, was not his fault. Like, but, you know, it's just, it is what it is. Sometimes our, our world works like that. So, I don't know, man. Can he just, can he just learn how to damn shoot? <laughs> You're asking a lot. <laughs> I'm not going to ask that of that man. <laughs> like, damn, dog, come on, yo. Just learn how to shoot the damn rock. Please. Um, so, Real Madrid last won the league. So, okay, let's talk about Real Madrid winning the league. Yeah. The last time they won the league was 2016-17 season. Um, I think, like, the amazing thing about this season – like, I mean, we talked about it before, but the amazing thing was their defense. Literally the past three seasons, last season they had 46 goals against them. Season yeah. before that, they had 44 goals against them. And the yeah. last time they won the league, they had 41 goals against them. At this stage right now, although there are a couple games left there – no, I'm sorry, there's one game left. Um, yeah, they're playing um, – well, 
what, like what, right? one game, yeah, I think so. One game left. They've only had 23 goals scored against them. That's sensational. Dude. That's insane. Like, that's like Atleti numbers. Yeah, it, is. No, it really is. Like, that's yeah. literally Atleti numbers. This season, Atleti has 26 scored against them. Um, but, yeah, like, literally only 23 goals scored against them. Honestly, one of Ramos – like, I'm going to keep it real. It's hard to remember the season before COVID. It's kind of hard to just, like, remember what was going on honestly, then. I really don't remember that much. I don't remember, honestly. Uh, but, like, one of Ramos's best seasons, I, I like, the year before last and even maybe the year before that, like, I just felt like he was, like, very mistake-prone, just, like, always, like, a big blunder almost every game. And it was looking like he was done for. Um, I don't know if this season, like, I mean, I like for, since COVID, I, I I just wish I could remember the league before. Like, I just really can't. But like, I feel like Varane and Ramos specifically, like, just so much more individual skill and trust with each other. Um, early on in the season, I was saying that Case Myro was playing kind of bad, but then he stepped it up since COVID too. Um, because obviously the defense isn't just the goalkeeper. I, although Thibaut Courtois is making some great saves, but defense is a team effort. And also I feel like possession is probably the number one thing for the best defense. It's like having possession. Yeah. When you have players like Cruz, Modric, um, Benzema, like these players keep the ball on their feet. Vinicius Jr., even Hazard too. Like for, for everything I criticize Hazard for not being like, not seeking out the goal as much, like he keeps the ball at his feet. Um, it was just an amazing season. Like they were playing the, they've been playing the best football by far. I don't know what they're saying on BN and other places. Like I have no idea. I don't really pay attention to them that much anymore. Yeah. Um, but just the style, just the fluidity, the trust, what you talked about last time, like everybody trusts each other's skill set. Straight up trust each other. Like you just, I, like, thank, thank you, Real Madrid, for playing such good football. It would have been a shame if they didn't win the league. You know, it, it, I'll go into that, too, in a second. But to me, it's like going on what you said about Sergio Ramos. Um, I you know I was trying to – I was watching La Liga TV, which I've been watching a lot ever since, you know, I got this new plan, which I, I really like La Liga TV. But it was like one of the things that really annoyed me was the discussion about Ramos was like – I remember they asked him, like, what was the big thing about Ramos this season? You know, he is – like, what is it? And out of the five talking points, the guy said two of them he talked about him posting videos of his fitness online. And that's that's great that, like, you're looking at the aesthetic or whatever, how he appears online, and that's good that you enjoy that. But I think what the biggest thing to me is I think there's a difference in his mental game. Like, I feel like he's done a really good job of noticing, picking and choosing when to go up, when to stay back. In the past, he's been such a blunder because I feel like he's gone up at the wrong times. Like, And he's left people like Braun and, and Carvajal to scramble to, because Marcel's already up. They're scrambling to, to fix these errors. And we've had sensational keepers in the past that bailed out Real Madrid so many times. But the issue, especially Kaelin Ivans with the eight saves games and stuff like that, those crazy games, you know, one of the best of all time that I mentioned on the show. But the crazy thing is that, yeah, Sergio Ramos has done a great job, I think, of keeping, like, it's like his mental fortitude is so strong. It's so strong. Like, it's like, it's almost like for, it's almost, let's keep it real, maybe like him spending two months just quarantined just really had him going like, dog, I'm like 35. Like, I, I got it. I don't want – you know what? Before it was like I was feeling some type of way. 
And then I'll just start playing around with going to L.A. and all this and trying to. But then he was like, you know what, dude? Hell no. Like, I, I've been here since the beginning. I'm going to finish this joint. Like, I want to do this. Sometimes we just need some time to just talking to ourselves, being with ourselves to really figure out what we truly want in our heart. And I think that he did that. I mean, obviously I'm a super, but it just feels like that when you watch him play. Like, now, now he, he doesn't just – before he looked like just – looked like he was the captain because he's been there, you know. Like, now he looks like he's the captain because he's the leader. Like, Real Madrid needed that leader. And we talked about this before. They looked like a leaderless team. They looked like they were just kind of affiliated before. They didn't have that vocal point like Ronaldo. They had these guys, you know. And yeah, and with Ramos, it looks like that's the guy. Like people look at him, they're like, you know, that's our leader. Like we, the, he he's so supportive of everybody. He seems to have that great like balance of like charisma and like intensity. And I think Real Madrid has done it. And he's picked and choose and he's been in great shape. And, and he's, it looks like he came in ready to work, but not just him. I'm not going to just say he came in great shape. I think all 23 guys out there, however many were playing, they all came in great shape. Like they all came ready to go. Vinicius looked great. Carvajal looked great. Even Marcelo Barnage, he looked good too. Like people were looking pretty good. Like they didn't look like they were terrible. And um, yeah, I mean, th- that that's the best thing. And off of what you said is that, the quarantine happened. You know, we watched some games, we watched BVB play shocker. You're like, ah, like it's great. Soccer's back. And I can't believe I'm happy to be watching Bundesliga, but this is only going to last so long. Like me and you are snobs about watching really good football and watching Real Madrid has been so nice. Like, especially watching a Barcelona game. It's like, I have to like fight through. And it's not because I, I've watched Barcelona pass, had a great time. Like this is like, I have to like, I'm wading through this mud, like, watching this game. It's like, oh, they scored four, but it felt like it was just the worst game ever, you know? And Real Madrid just like, how have they not scored nine by now? It's only 1-0. <laughs> it's like, why are you doing this to them? <laughs> so, you know, they, they were the most deserving. I think Simeone even said it during the VAR thing, like, they're just playing amazing defense. They're putting themselves in position to score. Like, that's why they're getting a the penalty. So, that, to me, it's almost a mission that, like, this is that team. And stats-wise, Bami showed it. You know, less goals given up than Atletico Madrid and scoring plenty during this whole break and and just tons of shutouts. Like, this is the team, dude. Like, they earned this La Liga run. And it's really weird with this break now because things will be happening at the same time. And now Real Madrid is going to go into Champions League, you know, and it's it's really curious, you know. And I, I'm I'm more excited than ever. This has been turned into an extremely exciting season that fast, you know. Yeah, um, let me look really quick to see. Um, yeah, so they're supposed to be playing City on August seventh. Uh, what? Let me let me look to see what the um, first leg was. I want to say it was two one. Um, yeah, it was two one. The first leg, yeah, um, which was in February, um, but it was also at home. So so they got to overcome that. In Man City. Um, yeah. And I guess they got a red card that game. I, I don't know who it was. Damn, let me see who got that red card because they're definitely not playing this match. Um, <laughs> was it? Um, it was Ramos. It was Ramos. <laughs> I remember that. It, it, he, wasn't, he wasn't the mental fortitude back then yet. <laughs> well, it was even different for Real Madrid back then. Like, they weren't playing as well as they are, like, now. Oh, they weren't. Um, Oh, damn. Okay, we kind of need you, dog. <laughs> you feel me? Maybe they, they can't, they can't uh, scrap it. Dog, like, why'd you do that, man? <laughs> um, but also, aggregate. Also, I want to say another reason why I feel like – I'm sorry? What's their aggregate for that game? 2-1 City. 
God damn it. But they but that was at that was at Real Madrid. So they got two away goals. Okay. Um we need the Lord. Yeah. Um but And they also lost they're also gonna be losing uh, Leroy, so I'm happy. Um I mean he hasn't played in forever, but I know, but you know. <laughs> he, he, um, knows, he knows how to play against Real and it kinda hurts my heart. <laughs> One of the reasons I feel like Real Madrid won the league specifically is that, in, especially since this break, Zidane gave up on Gareth Bale. Yeah. Like, he gave up on just that thing and that pressure to play Gareth Bale um, because Gareth Bale makes them worse. Caesar, yeah. Gareth Bale's stats in the league this season, 16 appearances, two goals. Dog. Those two goals were in the third game of the season. He had a brace against Villarreal in the third game of the season, and he never scored again. He had three goals total this season, two in the league and one in the Copa del Rey. But I thought thought he said it wasn't a big deal that he likes golfing. (laughs) I thought he said it wasn't a big deal about what he enjoys in life. I mean – I mean, I'm not going to do this. You're not. I'm not going to let you bait me into this this bail attack war because no, no, I'm not even. It attack- will be three hours because I'm so done with him beyond measures. But it's just a testament to all these weak ass media people trying to bait into like bail needs to be out there. They just want Champions League. I think one of the big things about he's handled the media pressure like sensationally. Like anybody that comes out about him, he's like, I'm giving him opportunities. He's giving him opportunities. There's only so many opportunities you give somebody until they're not doing nothing. And you can't say he's not a man of opportunity. Look how many opportunities he gave Vinicius Jr. Vinicius Jr. eventually scored those seven games. He's give these guys a chance. Like, dog, two goals and 16 appearances, dude. What and, are we doing out here? I thought, I thought this was going to be your team. And those two goals were in the third game of the season. That was a long time ago, man. Um, so, and honestly, I feel like that's part of the reason why they won the league. They weren't having Gareth Bale out there just doing nothing so much. We were fulfilling an obligation to have him out there. Like, it, it feels like when he's out there, it's like an obligation. Yeah. It, it doesn't feel like a tactical move. Whenever Bale comes in the game, since last two years, it's never been like, oh, we needed this. Like, this is going to be the change we needed, which I would have loved for him to be. I would have loved for him to be this fast, powerful, left-footed guy on the wing that he used to be that you're like, dog, goddamn, look look at his speed coming up here right now. No, he's not. He's a floater. He, he's a thumbs-upper. He, he's a do-nothinger. That's what he is. A yeah. floater. Thumbs-upper. A thumbs-upper. And a do-nothinger. And a do-nothinger. <laughs> and I'm done with it, dog. Like, it, it's whatever. Like, I, well, I, I'm sure there's more incentive to get rid of him now than ever that they want. It's like, we don't need this. Or excess, you know. I'd rather I'd rather him be gone and one of the young dudes be out there just getting the burn that he got, and it's not even that much. I'd rather one of the young guys get these sixteen appearances. All those sixteen appearances should have been automatically given to Rodrigo, regardless. <laughs> like Brahim Diaz, anybody? I would. I was. Oh my god! Like if if Brahim Diaz, dog. I don't. I could literally care less about you, but man, you deserve them bail minutes. You deserve them, homie. You really do. <laughs> you really do. It's it's funny because. I really feel like that's part of the reason why they won and they, like, weren't losing any of these last matches. <laughs> Bale's um, not playing. Because Bale wasn't out there. Honestly, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. So, like, people don't understand, like, stuff like that, players like that being on the field and kind of, like, wasting space has a bigger impact than people understand. I know they look at the field as a big field game, but everybody's positioning and, and, and what they contribute is massive, you know, and, 
and and he may think that it's all good that someone uh, overshot him on the through ball, but you know that's big. You know he may think it's a thumbs up, it's all good, but it's not all good because every single possession is an opportunity to score. So that that's how I like to see the game. And when 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 you're out here ghosting it, I, you're 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 giving up chances to score, man. I'm sorry, like you, you when you. The big moments you're known for are rarities in the sport. You're not known for your consistency. He's not known for he's done day out and day day in day out. He's known for this rando ass fifty yard shot he took at a lucky goalie who's now career is done for. And then you did and another one's a back heel off the back heel that Ronaldo already did that was a been a bigger game. So it's like you were known for these anomalies. You weren't known for what you're doing on a regular for us at all. Um, yeah, it, it's really funny because. He had like even since the break, this dude came back and did not score. Like, did not put. Came in looking better. He looked the fucking same. Yeah, like never impressed one time. Everybody came back, man. We're like, okay. Even you were like doing them or something. I'm like, yeah, but like you know, he came back. Like he's fine. He came back. I'm like, this literally, this man does not change. No matter how much time off he gets, he doesn't change. No, um, and it's still it's still funny. Like in media and social media, and and in media in general, like they still talk about him like he's good. And I'm nope. just like, I know it's because he's white and British. It must be really nice, honestly. Yeah, um, because I'm like, he sucks, man. He, he, the hell, it, it, I I don't know how you can give him any any credit or praise. Like you literally just love him because of his skin color more than the, than what he is as a player at this point. It, <laughs> like, you, know the, you know the roughest. Op- top two up, up top duo ever is hmm. like the roughest striker combo hmm. Gareth Bale and Luis Suarez that'd be rough as hell dog oh my Ooh. god can you imagine how rough that'd be that'd be tough to watch <laughs> that'd be like that'd be like uh that'd be like five goals in five games and like in like 15 games right there combined <laughs> that'd be really bad um well, it was it was a battle between Barcelona and Real Madrid. Um, obviously, Barcelona lost this match against Osasuna. They had no chance after that. Messi had some words. Um, I'm happy you're going to talk about those words. I'm excited. Yeah, Messi said that we didn't want it to end like this, but it represents how the season has gone. Um, he continued to say, we are very erratic, very weak, low-intensity team. Facts. We yeah. lost a lot of points, and this game is a summary of the season. We have to be self-critical, starting with the players, but also across the entire club. I think that's a shot at the board. We are Barca, and we have to win everything. We can't look at Madrid. Madrid have done their job, but we have helped them a lot. Uh-huh. If we want to win Champions League, if we want to win the Champions League, we have to change a lot. If we continue like this, we will lose the game against Napoli. I'm, we even change a lot, dude. Like you play the same every game, dog. Like I don't even know what the the most loser comment of all time is. Like, yeah, we we gave them the season. Like, all right, dog. (laughs) Yeah, buddy. You get opportunities to win yourself. You don't give people things. Like you, you have the opportunity to win every match. You can't beat us, Swan. That's your own fault, dog. (laughs) Seriously. Like, what's the name? Um, they're talking about some dude. I guess he's on the board. Did you see the reaction he had when he scored that free kick? He barely reacted, did he? No, he, like, threw his arm up like it was whack. Oh. It was so weird. I'm like, dog, you got issues, homie. Like, you really do. Like, you know what he needed to do? Just, like, the count, like, the, the man, he need to take, you need a second retirement, dog. You need to just walk away for a little bit. You got, you got a lot going on, man. It, 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 I, 
you seem to be dedicated to Barcelona, but it's only seemed to affect you mentally worse. Like you got to figure something out, dog. Well, I just, I mean, in, in, in defense of Messi, like I feel like he, I would imagine for him, he's just like, damn, like I'm surrounded by players that kind of suck. But I mean, in the conspiratorial, in my conspiratorial hat, I feel like he's also intimidated by players that have a similar skill set as him. And he doesn't want to kind of like take any, any part of a backseat to a Dembele who can like actually get up there and cr- get stuff cracking. Like he still wants to be the person, like we talked about last time, if I come back here, you got to give me the ball. Like I think he still wants to be like that. And that doesn't work when you have a Dembele. I think the big issue with him, I think he doesn't – and then we talked about Ramos as like, you know, mental fortitude and probably a lot of like self-assessing he did during the break. I think that Messi didn't really do a lot of self-assessing. I, I don't think he really does a lot of self-assessment in, the ter- in, in, in terms of what, I need to, what do I need to adjust to make sure that Barcelona is this club he talks about. We are Barcelona. We are obligated to win every game. Well, that comes with a lot of changing yourself too as an individual. If you believe in this model, if you believe in this club, then you need to be able to have that mindset as well too and what you need to change about your game because you're not 23 anymore. You're not 26 anymore. He's looking every bit of 33, 34. He's looking at it. Like you look at sometimes, like there's times in the field, I'm like, damn, like, you know, before Messi would have just, it would have been a little more different. But like with him, it's like a half a step, a step a little different now. And it looks like it would take him a lot more time to recover in between big plays, you know? So mm-hmm. it takes a lot of out of him. So he needs to make his game. Maybe he needs to be playing more of a deeper mid and let someone be up top making more stuff happen. If you want to be so far back and create, he almost like kind of reminds me of like Iniesta. Like if you want to be more Iniesta, more deeper, then you need a lot of people like Dembele to be up there and be free. You need to have up there and just have their freedom. And, and you're not, but you're not going to be the focal point of that. I don't think he knows how to do that. I don't think he knows. He, it's never been something he had to do. I mean, he's come and started this team at 17, 16. Like it's never been a part of what he's had to do. So I think it takes a lot for some people, and no matter how talented they are in a sport and how talented they are physically and gifted, the mental aspect's the biggest part. And I don't think he's learned how to do that yet, you know. And maybe years from now he'll look back and be like, man, maybe I, maybe I could have changed some things, but it is what it is, you know. But you never I know. I, I, and also I feel like that's part of the reason why he hasn't had the real success on international levels because you can't play like that on international level. Like you cannot. You like, really can't. Like you can't be like just dropping back and taking the ball. Like you gotta, like you gotta actually play a little bit more structured, like kind of standard kind of football when you're playing international. Absolutely, and and he's not a flat line striker, so it's not like, like it's not like like for example, if we talk about Ronaldo, like okay, like Ronaldo doesn't really need to necessarily change his game because you're just putting him up top, and if he just putting it in the goal, that's what helps your team. Like he doesn't really need to change a ton. Like maybe he needs to change his own game to. Fit, fit his role a little better, but it's fine. Like, he's up there top, and you can just build around all by, behind him to set him up. But if he was coming all the way to goddamn back line and pick this ball bring up, I'm like, what are you doing, dude? Like, you're literally wasting time. <laughs> this, we can pass this ball to you. Like, you need to believe in, in people like Bruno Fernandes to get you this ball up there. Like, you can't be you doing up there, you know? So, with Messi, it's like he doesn't do – like, he doesn't change his game in Argentina. Like, he tries to bring the Barcelona Messi over to Argentina when you have a bunch of guys on the team that don't play for Barcelona. They don't play with you. They don't know you, dog. And you and Sergio 
Kuna Guerra may be buds for real, but y'all don't play together. Like, y'all don't be running together. So, even when I watch them play, I'm like, y'all don't be having no real link-up swag. Like, so y'all could be best buds all you want. You don't play together. Kuna Guerra plays like 59 games a year in England. <laughs> He's running things with a whole lot of other people all the time. So, and, and a style that you don't even play anymore, which is Tiki Taka. So, I, I don't even know. Like, it's, 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 Things have changed, and I he just doesn't seem to be the guy that really wants to to change his game. Like I think he's looking at his amazing stats and and things that are going on. But you gotta start looking at that trophy case, buddy. And it's not. You it, he, he said it himself. We are Barcelona. We are obligated to win every game. To follow that motto, the we the we aspect in anything in life sometimes takes sacrifice and change to make. You know, if you want everybody on this team to make changes and adjust to your style. You got to be willing to do the same thing for the team too, you know, for the club. And if you're not willing to do it, just go somewhere where you don't have to do it, dog. <laughs> go somewhere else where they don't ask that of you. <laughs> yeah, and and even even like what he's doing, dropping back and stuff like that. Like you also have an aging, crippled uh, center forward who, like, he can't push the line. Like he needs to drop back too. That, so and then Lord, and then you he does, and he and he's not gonna drop back and then come back with his fire to get you the ball and enthusiasm. You need, you're going to need somebody like we thought, like is it, that would be able to complement that style you're doing. You, know, you need somebody who's very versatile but still has good legs in him. <laughs> Suarez's legs is shot as ever. Yeah. And 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 so so you got, okay, Messi's going to drop back. Luis Suarez's legs is shot. He got to drop back. And then Griezmann also is a dropper backer. Yes. So it's like, dude, you have – You have the dropper backers. They're the dropper backers. You have – you have nobody to push the FC line. dropper backer. Yeah, you have nobody to push the line. You're yeah, and, and then your back line is suspect. You PK. have you're, you're out here still starting PK. Like you're still starting thin boy PK out here. And, and it's like sometimes he's on it, sometimes it's rough. Dog, it's really funny. Like I don't know if they used to or what compare PK to Ramos. Like they used to heavy. no comparison. Heavy. Dog, Ramos is so much better than him. It's crazy. And I'll, I'll say this. Ramos always had the base to be better than uh, PK because PK has always been like a very thin-framed, very good technically center back, very good. But, like, when time comes, you need to have – like, you need to have compliments to what you're lacking athletically. Like, he doesn't have that. Ramos started as a fullback and, like, sort of grow that body, get stronger, become a center back. So he has, like, so much more base athleticism than him. And he's so much more two-way than PK ever has been. Like, this dude on that penalty against Villarreal, like, he's literally making an attacking move like a winger up there. Like, <laughs> set that shit up. Like, you're literally looking at our center back and doing that to you. Like, like, and all we can remember about your center back is, is – uh, is, um, um, Ronaldo breaking him off into next week in that one play, like so. You know, it, 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 there's no comparison. Like, there's no way in hell Spain should ever start PK anymore. Like, it's done for, dog. It's got to be Sergio Ramos. I'd rather you start Nacho back there with Sergio Ramos than anybody on that back line. It's, it's. He can't be doing PK. It's done, so absolutely. Like, that team should have been if if Umtiti wasn't hurt. Should have been Umtiti and that Ling Ling guy. That should have been the starting back line, not PK. <laughs> yeah, um, Long Lane actually looks good. Um, he does. I, I like Long Lane. He's cool. He's solid. But it was funny in, in the match against um, Osasuna, like Long Lane and PK were like getting up, and there was like one play, like Long Lane, like got up, like up, up, and shot the ball. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Like, I'm, I'm like, definitely like Kike Setien tried to like implement some like tactical change in the week. 
he was like, okay, hey guys, like, you know, center backs, like if they give you the space, come forward. And, you know, even if they give you a shot, just take it. Okay. Happened one time. We're like, nah, just let Messi do his thing. <laughs> Whatever. Messi's like, hey, remember that play we did? Can we not do that play anymore? <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't, I don't want to see you taking shots. Yeah, I, I could have took that shot and made it. Like, all right, nah, damn. Yeah, I don't want to see you making shots. Because if you make it, then they're going to be talking about Madrid, They're like, dog, take it. Take the rock. Boom that joint. Boom it. <laughs> Man City, they're telling Vincent Company, shoot it, dog. What are you doing? Yeah, they are. Any of the any of the top teams, like they're telling they're telling Yorente, cross him up and boom that joint. He did too. The hell, you're Fucking close enough. Liverpool, yeah. you're close enough. Shoot it. <laughs> <laughs> well, something will happen. Whatever, we'll get a honestly. That's, that's soccer, though. You never know what can happen. Just go for it. Exactly. Anyway, uh, congratulations to Real Madrid. Uh, we're not going to make this episode too long because Caesar's out here struggling. 19-year-old Caesar's out here struggling uh, one time for your mind. Um, I, need to, I need to go to a spa. Are those open yet? <laughs> <laughs> they were. They closed. Um, and we made, it the, we made it second wave pandemic going at it. We didn't even get to do a together episode when things were good. We were like, nope. And then we're just back at it again on Zoom. Yeah, you you are running the it's streets. It's gonna be a while since I sit next to you, dog. Yeah, yeah, you've been running the streets. I can't be, I can't be. Uh, I really miss sitting in that very comfortable studio out there. You know, do yeah. those episodes. You've been running the streets. I can't trust you again. You've been running these streets. Yeah, I'm. I'll. I won't snitch on you, but go ahead. Yeah, don't do that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um anyway, uh, really quick, we'll just go through some stuff really fast. Um. There was a 12-year-old boy that got arrested in uh, England for making uh, for sending race, racist messages to Wilfred Zaha. Wilfred Zaha, who, who, Wilfred Zaha, who famously said, I want to say this was last season, that he gets racial abuse every match. Um, that yeah. that re- went under the radar. AKA, AKA Travis Scott's a twin. Yes. Straight up. Even though um, he cut his hair, still see it. <laughs> what's the name? Um... They were the the police were alerted to a series of racist messages sent to him, and they made an arrest. Literally out there, they arrest you for sending racist messages. I, I love to see it, dog. I um, hope that kid's doing hard time. the The police said the twelve year old boy from Salahol has been taken to custody thanks to everyone who raised it. Racism will won't be tolerated. I loved it. Love it, dog. Uh, uh, Aston Villa. The the kid was like an Aston Villa fan. Aston Villa said that we deplore the disgusting racist messages sent to Wilfred Zaha. We condemn all forms of racial discrimination and stand with Crystal Palace, uh, et cetera. They said that they're going to lifetime ban him from 12 year old to from 12 years old. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, God. Um, God damn. Yeah, dog. You, you made a bad mistake. Let's <laughs> It's like seventy year ban. You're gonna have to start supporting Birmingham, <laughs> the crosstown rivals. <laughs> That's the best thing ever to find out at twelve years old you can never cheer for your favorite team for yeah, life. You're gonna have to literally just become a Man U fan like everybody else. <laughs> um, That's beautiful. Yeah. Okay. Man City won their appeal, um, so they will be in Champions League. We talked about this on the show too. We didn't. We didn't talk about them winning the appeal. We talked no, about we talked them, about them getting in trouble. Yeah, and then they appealed it, so they won the appeal. Mourinho was uh, upset. Some other some other um, teams were upset. Pep Guardiola actually said something uh, pretty cool, though. He came out and he was like, um, 
he was saying like, you know, we wanted certain players, but we weren't able to afford them. He was saying Harry Maguire. And I think he said Alexis Sanchez. Um, he said, we weren't able to afford them. Uh, man, you got them. He's like, he, he, Pep said like, no team gets to this level without spending money. Uh, so like, and he's also was, I think he was also saying like, it's not like we've gotten like, they haven't bought like some big, huge, like hundred million dollar uh, moves. So I think yeah, Mahrez, dude. Who? They like Mahrez. Yeah, <laughs> and like signing from Leicester. Yeah, they got KDB from. Was he? Did he come from Chelsea or no? He came from. KDB uh, came from uh, uh, Wolfsburg. Wolfsburg. Uh, they, got they, they literally was like they kind of almost grassrooted that team a little bit. Like they got they, they, they didn't get Sterling off of like Man City. They got Sterling off of Liverpool. Like for like know. for like sixty million, like sixty mil. And he was still like, like kind of made that they kind of kind of really built that team up. Like respect to Man City, like for real. Like David Silva, they got like Amrick Laporte, like the biggest. Uh, I want to say like Aim, dog, they got Amrick Laporte, like, like Motorsport Laporte. Motorsport Laporte is a very random fellow Basque, uh, real brother right there. But like, it, it, like I don't know, no, man. Don't 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 ever forget that his girlfriend is a cheerleader for the uh, Athletic Bilbao basketball team. That that's. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, like, <laughs> I mean, the irrelevance is crazy, but um, like, <laughs> it literally couldn't be more irrelevant than anything. But um, yeah, it's not like Man City came out and signed Neymar and then they signed like Messi and then they got Swords even when he was peaked. They were like, no, like they literally got guys who had a ton of potential to be really good. So I want to give kudos to their scout team. They put in work. Yeah. Now, whoever looked at, at Sterling was like, we need to get this guy. Was a genius. <laughs> yeah. Sterling, Sterling wasn't like a superstar. Then Gambo Jesus, they're like, dog, we need we need this guy. He's he's a nine. He's tough. He runs he he runs after every single center back all the time. He's always running all the damn time. Wants yeah. to play defense up top. Let's get this guy out of here. But he yeah. did it. They waited a whole year from at, at, over there at Palmeiras and he came through. Dog, uh, man, you's out here. Though. That's good scouting. Yeah, man, you's out here getting Pogba, Zlatan. Yeah, they didn't get Pogba. Pogba was available. Zlatan was more than available over and over and over again. Like, no, dude, they didn't do all that. They didn't even get Cavani. No, they were just doing their thing. Yeah, no, they, they, they. I, I don't feel like they just like splashed hella money around. No, got big players. Like, no, they, they. they it looks they just like sold it. one of their young players, Brahim Diaz. That was supposed to be like their one talent. So they sold him. Honestly, the thing that they did the they most was get Pep, Guardi- get Pep Guardiola. Like, that was actually that the- was a big signing. Yeah. Like, um, Pep and Zidane is, like, the big signings for those clubs. Basically. Um, yeah. Uh, what else? Oh, um, so, obviously, MLS is back. I haven't really watched much. But um, I guess Nashville SC, which I didn't even know was a, real, was a team. There's a Nashville team this year? Yeah, they uh, backed out of the tournament along with FC Dallas after some COVID-19 positive tests. So um, they're doing the tournament tournament right now, and that's two teams that are gone. Um, it seems kind of weird. Like, I feel like they're kind of just definitely pushing through this at this point. Uh, <laughs> it was like, hey, they're about to be like, like, y'all going to stop now or no? Like, I think they're doing, like, Trump, like, well, yeah, if you test more, you get more positive tests, so let's yeah. stop testing, please. They're doing, like, they're doing the, the Pence where it's like, oh, uh, we're not going to let the CDC determine if we should play or not. <laughs> like, damn, we dog. We live our best life. 
like for oh damn there was something else i wanted to talk about racism uh, about james mclean he's an irish player and he was saying that he gets the most he gets he is an irish player he was saying he gets more racial abuse than like uh, than the black players and i was like i honestly believe it but don't ever don't ever sleep that we made a podcast did talk about racism towards irish players before i i i, I don't i'm not gonna doubt that sir but um I'm not going to get into this, but I'm not going to doubt that. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm not, not going to get into this because the there's layers to this. My, for my friend James, there's layers to this, my friend. It, it's not the same. But, it's not the same, James. But, but I'm sure, like, on a personal level, like, he's – I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a more closer-to-home issue, him being Irish and playing in England or whatever. It's more closer-to-home. There was a war. There was, there was exactly. an occupation and stuff. That he might know about. So, yeah. Um, I, I think that I think that I think, say something I, racist. Think that, I think that racism can hit people on different levels depending on how your life is you know and how people look around you how people treat you around you and sometimes it might be even worse when people bring you really close pretending that you're one of them but still still dog you racially so I think that you know Irish people do go through a lot we talked about it on the show that I don't think a lot of people in America understand because we don't do a good job of really understanding what the world what goes on in the world in other countries Caesar wanted to say something racist. I am an Irish nationalist. I will not allow you to do it. I was about to, but you know, it's not. <laughs> the protest was three weeks ago, so I'm good. And I'm a good person now. Um, also, really quick, uh, your boy Manuel Pellegrini has been hired to Real Betis. Must um, be nice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, must be nice. <laughs> yeah, that's, I guess that's just like pooping out on a team and be like, "Nice, Betis, a promising La Liga team." Boom, hired. Like you get to coach Nabil Fakir, that must be nice. <laughs> That's Bam's highlight. You get to coach. I hope he brings Diego Lines back. I like them out there. I'm just mad because uh, he's a fake Italian. I thought this dude was Italian the whole time. He's from Chile. That was one of the most disturbing things in my life. I'm, I'm like, that's not fair. Chilean. <laughs> like what? Some regular ass Chilean. Like I've seen those people my whole life, and yeah, I thought you were some wannabe cool ass Italian, Pellegrini. <laughs> <laughs> like that's annoying, dude. He probably, he probably got a fake last name. Probably even his last name. Um, I guess he's gonna start like in these last two matches. What the hell? Jeez. I thought he's gonna start next season. I don't know. We'll see. Um, Maybe we'll see the talent. Also, um, R.I.P. to Christopher Arie, Serge Arie's brother. He was shot outside of a nightclub the other day. Oh he was murdered. Um, Nightclubs are open in France. It does seem like they are open um, in Toulouse, at least. Um, Damn. That's a terrible, terrible way to go out. I repeat it, Chris. Yeah, Chris. He did, he's, like, played for some, like, local teams and stuff um, and played a little bit in Belgium. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he was uh, shot outside of a nightclub in Toulouse. That's a damn shame, man. Um, I think uh, Serge Aurier went out over there to be with him and um, to, like, be with his mom and stuff. That sucks whenever you hear about some violence hitting the football world like that. Especially, 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 especially someone young, you know. It's, it's always sad when it's a young person. Yeah, and also it's sad when it's uh, one of Caesar's favorite right backs, um, Serge Aurier. I do like Serge Aurier a lot. Nice try. I actually do like him. You, the hate him with all your heart. This dude, Caesar's so cat. Okay, last thing before Caesar can take that hard body karate nap. Ooh, uh, the, I know. the Redskins are changing their name. The uh, Washington R-Words, as uh, Bamani Jones calls them, they will be changing their name. Um, I don't know if they even did it yet. Um, I think they came up with a name yet. 
Yeah, so that's really cool. They're going to change their name. Hopefully, we can get a whole wave of that. We can get rid of the Cleveland Indians, the San Diego State Aztecs, the Florida State Seminoles, um, the uh, Victoria. I'm just joking. Um, <laughs> we can hey, man, get, come on now. We can get rid of a lot of these uh, racist team names. Yeah, we can get rid of the the, the all the all these teams named after any kind of native affiliation or that. Please, please, please get that out of here, please. We, we, the, the, come on now, it's it, we we have we're we're as a society we're more aware now. Can we just can we stop? The Redskins is like one of the more ugly names I've ever heard in my life. Like it just I don't care what you think of it. It just does not sound like that should be used on on a regular like on a team. Like let that be with the heritage of its own people. There, there's also. Um... Um, I, I just, I just, I just uh, looked up Redskins to see if there's like any like potential team names, but I guess there's a big uh, scandal. Fifteen female ex-employees have uh, alleged sexual harassment. 2010 or whatever, right? I don't know, but I heard about that. That's crazy. Yeah, they're coming out. Hopefully, I mean, Redskins are garbage. Hopefully, they just cease to exist. Um, but um, yeah, hopefully uh, they change the name and these women get justice. It's like it's just weird to me. Also, like they're in DC and they're called the Reds. It's so weird to me. I just hate it. I hate it, it is like that's literally the, the area, where, like the capital of this nation is there. Like that's so uncomfortable. <laughs> um. So yeah, episode one sixty one. We had a podcast. We're gonna call this "Investigate Busquets." We show a picture of Real Madrid winning the league. <laughs> I'm down for that. That sounds wild, but I'm so down for that. I'll just do a picture of Busquets doing the header. <laughs> <laughs> I watched that like one more time. I was gonna cut you off. And I was like, "That's crazy." I, I mean, I do literally lobbed it to the player. I don't know. I don't like. It'll be hard to find that play. <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> I want to do the. I want to do the champions. We always do the champion usually. Yeah. <laughs> the, I just googled Busquets backward header. <laughs> um, but yeah, episode one sixty one. We made a podcast. Um, Man, like, uh, yo, let me just tell you right now, Caesar. I've been trying to find and hit up anybody at CBS about uh, being uh, the daggone, uh, the voice of their Champions League upcoming venture. I actually just remembered to uh, look up somebody right now. Um, Okay, she does not have Instagram. Um, But yeah, so anyway, we made a podcast, episode 161. If we're not on CBS doing Champions League coverage, then I quit. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why Caesar's laughing, but yeah, <laughs> Caesar got the uh, throwback Real Madrid jersey there. Definitely a throwback. Now, um, last win. <laughs> episode oh, no, one, no. <laughs> episode one sixty one. Holler.